Welcome back to the Column In Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Todd Archer. Man, today's episode is moving forward. In the past two episodes, we have talked about the failure of men in God's design for what he created us to be. Adam failed. He got complacent. He got lazy. He got... He just didn't say anything. He just was indifferent. Men, that is not who we are called to be. We are called to be the leader, the one out front, standing up, speaking the truths into this world that God has put on our hearts. So that's where we'll start today, moving forward. I hope the past week has... uh, treated you well and God has been kind and God has been growing and God has been teaching you in all aspects of life and I hope that you have been receptive to all that he has given you this past week so what is the goal from this point we know that Adam failed he got like I said he goes complacent he didn't say anything so what is the goal of Men, today, what are we striving for today? What are we looking to be? Look, first of all, we're not perfect. Adam blew that out of the water. We were perfect. Eh. It is what it is. God's plan, right? So we're just in here to make the best of it. How do we do that? Well, by first is the realization we're not perfect. That's the reason Jesus Christ came to save us sinners. Through that, we have regained the original authority given to us by God through Jesus Christ in order to lead this world and the many souls of this world back to Christ, back to God. How do we do that? Well, we regroup. We're in the crawl phase, men, of learning again what God's intent for us was. What does that look like? Start from where you're at. Men, we have to get back to just relearning who God is, how much he loves us. We see prime example of that. In Jesus Christ, he is our Lord and Savior. He is the one who re-engaged the relationship that men or man had lost with God. He bridged that gap that sin for so long has replaced. Jesus Christ ended that and gave the authority back to the original image bearer of God, men. So men, we have to take confidence in that fact that we have the authority when we're in Jesus Christ to be what God created us to be, that we can speak boldly, that we can speak the truth, and we can stand on God's foundation of who he created us to be. And as long as we are speaking what God has said and what God 
God's intent was for men to be, men, we have no reason to fear anything and we can speak on any topic because if it's concerning mankind and God's creation, we have been given that authority to speak on it. But we have to ensure that we are speaking the heart of God. So how do we do that? We have to first grow our faith. We have to first, once again, pray, listen, be in touch with what God is leading us to be. We have to listen to the Holy Spirit and how he is directing us and how those feelings of the heart that we get when we're talking about a conversation we're in a conversation that we don't agree with that doesn't line up to what what God says the world should be. We have to listen to the pull and the quiet voice of the Holy Spirit that's guiding us to stand up and to be the man that God created us to be. Men, we have to get back into God's word. We have to know the intent that God has for our lives. And that is to be the leaders that he created us to be of his creation. And that starts with learning who God is, what his heart is, and what his plan is. And that is to capture as many souls of his creation that he can before the return of our Savior Jesus Christ. We have to speak God's truths into everything. Prime example today, all of the gender issues. Well, what does God say? God says, I created man and woman, period, end of story, Adam and Eve, right? Saying goes, created Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. So that's where we stand on that issue. There's no black and white. There's no gray area. God is clear on what he says and how he feels about homosexuality, how he feels about everything and his intent. His intent was man and woman, right, to be together. Husband and wife, not husband and husband or wife and wife. That's, that's, not, that's not God's design. So anything that's opposed to God's design, we are to step up and speak out on. Look, I understand that it's a touchy subject, and I get it, and I understand that there are people that may have tendencies to be attracted to the same sex or whatever the case may be. Not God's design. It's wrong. Now, are we to... Hate those people, treat those people badly. No, not at all. Jesus loves everybody. He loves us. We're sinners. They're sinners. We're all sinners. He loves us the same. He died on the cross because he loves us and he wants that relationship with us and he wants to change our lives. And that's everybody's lives. We are all the human race. We are all God's creations. No matter how different we look, no matter what 
differences we have and how we live our lives. We are all God's creation, and his intent is for men to stand up, speak his truth, and lead those lost souls who believe in what this world says back to him. That's, that's it. That's our goal. That's our mission. It's not to save them. It's to tell them the truth and tell them how the truth of Jesus Christ has changed our lives and how it can change their lives. And then we open the door and let Jesus change their lives. Let Jesus save their soul. That is our call. That is the call of men. That we uh, let everybody know who Jesus is, what he's done for us, and what he can do for them. That is the call of men. So how do we do that? Like I said, I think the biggest place that we can start is in our home. You know, I think it's growing our family. God has given us the authority over our family. As a husband and wife, having children to repopulate, to populate the world, I think that his intent for the family was that everyone in the family have a relationship with God and men. We have no greater influence than our wives, than our children, to teach them, to lead them, and have a, and learn them how to have a relationship with God and who God is, who Jesus Christ is, what he did for the world. That is our greatest area of influence is our family. Now, if you're a single guy and you don't have a family, you can be like me. I, my family never grew up in church. You know, if it wasn't for friends here and there, I I would have known nothing about Jesus. One of you know, my cousin, he was the greatest probably influencer of my search and belief in God. That he continually asked me if I knew Jesus, if I I knew who God was, right? So even if you're single and you don't have a, a wife and children, your family is still your area of influence, the area of authority that God has given to you. Your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your uncle. Whoever, your great uncle, your great aunt, it doesn't matter. Your family is the area of influence that God has given you authority over to lead and to talk and to teach them who God is and who Jesus Christ is. Men, that is the goal that we should be striving for is to tell everyone we know, meet, see that how powerful and how great and how awesome Jesus Christ, our God, is. But I believe it starts at home. Like I said, this is the area that God has given us the most authority over. These are the people that we have the closest relationships with. And when we have close relationships with people and we share them, share with them the gospel and the truth of Jesus Christ, man, that's powerful. That's our area of influence. That is where we can make the biggest difference in the kingdom of heaven 
is the people that God puts in front of us. And, and that is your family. That is your friends who are close enough to become your family, blood-related or not. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ. Whether they agree with it or not, the truth is we are all creations of God. Therefore, we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. You know, this is where we build the future is with our families, especially if you're married. Men, the area, the authority God has given us over the home, the wife, the children, man, that's powerful stuff. And we have to take that responsibility seriously. We have to take the authority given to us and, and run with it, you know, as in a marriage, you know, the men and women have the same authority, but it per God and his design for the family the men are the decision makers. Now, let me little nuance into that is we're not to, it's my way or the highway. No, God gave us women out of us. They are part of us. They are our equals. They provide a perspective that men do not have. They're the difference. They're, of opinion they're the difference of viewpoints they're the difference in how we see things that as men we need to value and appreciate and honor what they have to say because it's the other side of us and that's important because god sees all of us our goods our bads are ugly and he still loves us and our wives are our greatest point of influence and seeing the total picture of what's really going on so men value your wife's opinion take it to heart that's what god gave them to us for is to be our helper to help us see things in a different light that we would not normally see our kids raising our kids and teaching our kids who god is what his design for the world was who Jesus Christ is, what he did is, is the future. That is the next generation. And that is our responsibility to ensure that they have the foundation of God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit as the bedrock of their life, that they have something to stand on forever. As long as they're on this earth, they have that foundation. And that is the legacy that we want to leave is that no matter where we failed at not showing up for baseball games or soccer games or football games or because we were working or whatever, but they can always say, my dad taught me who God is, what he was what he is, and what he does for us. Amen. That is our legacy. That is our mission. Our friends are also part of our authority 
to teach, to speak, encourage, and lead to the knowledge of who God is. Our friends should be next outside of our family should be the next people that we are talking constantly about the power, grace, and love of Jesus Christ. I mean, God has given us people in our lives to help guide us, to help us teach who God is. I mean, he has given us these people in our lives, his creation, to speak truth into and over. And men, if we are missing that opportunity, then we're not answering the call of men. We must speak the truth of Jesus Christ into everybody that God puts in front of us, that he sets forth a relationship with. We have to be honest and we have to speak the truth into them. You know, we don't have to go out and try to be a doctorate in theology and be all and have all the answers. When it's time for the words for us to speak the truth into somebody's life, the Holy Spirit will provide the words that are needed to be said. He will be there for us. He will help us lead them to the truths that the people he puts in front of us need to hear. And we have to trust in that. We don't have to be fearful that we're going to say the wrong thing or we're going to not have the right answers. It's okay if we don't. God will work on their hearts. God will turn them around. And he will give us the words and the actions, if we are in Jesus Christ, to lead them to him. He is the Savior. Jesus Christ is the Savior. And he wants as many of his people back as he can get. There's going to be a lot of roadblocks in the way. Satan puts a lot of fears, a lot of doubts into our minds. Man, we know these as addictions. Whether it be addiction to alcohol, drugs, pornography, you know, he, he distracts us with so many different things. And we're easily distracted because we're not solely focused on God. We're not in his word every day. We don't pray as much as we should. So we get easily distracted with the shiny things. But that's our nature. And God knows that those things are going to become a distraction. That's the reason there's discipline in our lives. That's the reason there's correction in our lives. When we start going off track, I know in my life it's been my experience that God will whack me in the head when he needs to to get me back to where he wants me to be. But beware, because as we grow in our faith, and as we come closer to God and we start affecting the areas of influence and authority he has given to us, Satan's attacks will become greater and more powerful. But God in his grace always gives us a way out, always gives us the right answers that we need to hear if we're tuned in. 
and listening that he will help us escape those and get refocused on where we need to be refocused and that is on leading people to Christ men we're not perfect we're not always going to get it right that's what grace is for to cover those areas where we fall short we're learning each moment and every day on how to be better and how to be more Christ-like. Don't be so hard on yourself when you miss an opportunity. Don't be so hard on yourself when you might have said the wrong thing. Don't let that stop you from what God has intended and has planned for your life. Get back up. Pray. Get in God's word and step out tomorrow. Men, Jesus Christ, through him, we are forgiven. Past, present, and future sins, past, present, and future failures, past, present, and future doubt. Whatever it is, men, we are forgiven. And we, each day that God wakes us up, he gives us the the authority to go out and affect somebody's life in a positive manner through our love and belief in Jesus Christ and sharing that with the people he places in front of us. So, as we go out and do what we do today, remember, men, to answer the call of men.